0: Hello and welcome to the Dork Forest. I'm Jackie Cation, your host. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, if you love a determiner, and FamilyPetAncestry.com if you love a joke. Because it points you to JackieCation.com. The credits, Mike Rickberg, he's composed and sang the song that you heard right there. He's going to sing his words to the Mexican Hat Dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio and Vilmos works on the website JackieCation.com. There's also a Bandcamp page that has premium episodes, which are live episodes that cost me a little bit of money so I charge you guys a little bit of money if you want them. But that's at the Dorkforest.bandcamp.com. and JackieCation.com has mostly everything. DorkForest.com has the player and the bonus and that type of thing. JackieCation.com has the rest of it. It has a player, uh, but you can also go to iTunes, obviously, and subscribe and review if you want to. But um, if you need merch, if you would like a Dork Forest t-shirt or a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt where dorky things are coming out of the forest, all union-made here in America. and So they run big. Know that in your heart. And they all include shipping. There's also um, CDs in my stand-up comedy, if you want to see my stand-up comedy in CD or DVD form. Uh, they're all available online on Amazon and iTunes and whatnot. The DVD is downloadable. There's a link on the front page of the trailer. It takes you back to Comedy Film Nerds, where you can buy the DVD s- streaming. But if you want hard copies, you get them at JackieCation.com. My comedy schedule is on JackieCation.com, telling you where I'm doing stand-up comedy. And this week, I'm in Los Angeles, blessedly. And then on the weekend, I'm over in Ventura, uh, in Ventura, California, which is just about a little over an hour and a half from here, doing uh shows all weekend at the Ve- Ventura Comedy Club with Felicia Michaels. And that'll be fun. You can, if you want to support the show, donate if you have money. Uh, I would love some of that. That'd be great. It's a real sign that you are enjoying the show. And thank you so much if you are donating. People are, so I genuinely appreciate that. You can also use the Amazon banner, which is on the front page of the Jackie Cation page, which is white, and you just click through to Amazon. You order like normal. doesn't cost you extra, but Dork Forest gets a bit of a kickback. Let us get into the show. It's a good one. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room in Van Nuys, very glamorous, uh, with private investigator Sarah Erling. Am I saying that correctly? Yes, indeed. Well played me. Uh Sarah Erling. It's at Sarah with an H underscore the underscore P-I as in private investigator. And you work for Gailey Associates down Long Beach?
1: Uh, they're in Orange
0: County. Orange County. Mm-hmm. So um, if people need a PI, by God, go find one. And uh, <laughs> Gailey Associates is the place to start. Like it's an ad. Anyway. Thank you. <laughs> sure. So you listen to the show and you wanted to be on the show because uh, you're a private investigator. Yes,
1: and I am really into being a private
0: investigator, <laughs> as most private investigators are. Really? Do you think most, I mean, it's not just a job, you, did you fall into it, or how do you how I, do you
1: get to be a private, I mean? I did. I thought about going to law school, and then I met a lot of uh, very unhappy lawyers. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Who sort of said, it's not maybe something, if you want to do something else, try that. Right, right.
0: It's not TV.
1: <laughs> uh, and so private investigation is definitely definitely legal adjacent and I still work with attorneys and I work on cases and I'm still involved in the legal system. And sneakery. Is there's sneakery? There's a lot of being sneaky.
0: Excellent, excellent. There's a lot some... of asking
1: questions. A lot of
0: questions, a lot of, well, what are you doing now? And then did anyone ever say to you, do you have a nose problem? What are you, police? And, uh, Sometimes people say that, like, who do you think you are? And, oh, there you go. And you're like, well, I have a card. <laughs> I know exactly. And that's hilarious. It's So you want to go to law school and you ended up just, uh, how, how do you become a private investigator?
1: Well, uh, they were advertising on Craigslist at a oh, time I was looking for a job. Sweet. <laughs> Welcome
0: to 20. How long have you been doing it? Eight years. Okay. So, so yeah, now, not that long, but 2008, well, Craigslist, people, and yeah,
1: awesome. I did want to do, when I was young, I thought about, I, of course, wanted to be a private investigator, but I... A thought and assume that you had to be a police officer first or work for some sort of FBI or CIA. Right. Some sort of disgraced police officer is the way. Something it, like that, <laughs> that I had to have a drinking problem and I wasn't really <laughs> trying to avoid it. Um, and so after college, within law school, I decided not to go to law school. I sort of just did uh, my 20s for a little while. Sure. That'll happen. <laughs> and then uh, they were advertising. And so it seemed perfect. They were looking for somebody with no experience and you start... <laughs> Um Essentially, as a process server, as a glorified delivery person. Oh, like a repo man! But like <laughs> you're just like
0: you got to find the right person and hand it to them. That exactly. Kind of I spend
1: a lot of time looking at Facebook, looking at people's like friends of friends and like distant aunts and uncles to see if we can find pictures of people so that when we show up at their house, we you know, know which one. Yeah, we know it's them.
0: Now, what is there's there's always something in like the movies and stuff where there's a law about that people have to be served by hand or something like that, right? <laughs>
1: That is not true in this state. Oh, okay. Yeah, the only, um, well, the point of process is just to make somebody aware that there's a legal thing going on that they need to know about. So they need to know that they're being sued. They need to know that they've been subpoenaed to a trial. Right. And the court generally doesn't look too fondly on people who avoid or play games. Yeah. So there's not really like I need to touch them. Uh, the number of people who have thought that and tried to run away from me is right. in the dozens. <laughs> but usually because I just, you can just mail it to them or, or yeah, leave it once in their I, you know, make contact with them and I confirm like, oh, this is you like, oh, Jackie. And yes. you say, yes. I'm like, well,
0: <laughs> you've been served. This is a piece of, and then you hand the paper to them
1: or yes, I hand them the paper. If they don't accept, I usually just drop it on the ground uh, okay. or. Leave Leave it on their windshield, or try to slip it in a window, or something. My yeah, yeah. service has been effective, and sometimes I'll have to write what's called a declaration—just a little statement explaining the hilarious process that I went through to get this person. Well, served. Well, I was going to say there has to be <laughs> some
0: sort of the yeah, other has to be like a, a, a some sort of documentation so that the people who, it's who not run. Like nobody's filming everything. <laughs>
1: So sometimes we have to. Oh uh, yeah, with covert cameras, we do film if somebody has been served before with and they go phone so, and a baseball hat. Ex- exactly that. <laughs> sometimes we have somebody else in the car that's filming.
0: Okay, all
1: right. <laughs> Those two person jobs. Right.
0: Uh, How weird
1: if this was why
0: you wanted to do the door for us. <laughs> <laughs> I have something to tell you, Jackie.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Uh, so what? So what are some of the wacky? I, I, I'll, I'll hear a story. What the heck?
1: One of the funny ones that they still tease me about work is the time that I chased an old man down his driveway. Oh wow. Uh, we had been trying. From his house or to his house? <laughs> to his house. <laughs> we had been, we had gone to his different businesses and they, he apparently was never there out of town, out of the country is sure. what they usually say. And so we had been at his home and we had seen different people coming and going in different cars. And so finally, one day, I sat out there for hours and hours, like all day into the evening, and I saw all the other cars that we knew had come home already, and I'd seen the people go inside, and this is the only time I actually... Literally waited behind a bush was because it was dark and another car came and pulled into the driveway. So as soon as it pulled into the driveway, I jumped out of my car so that I could see him getting out of the car. Right. And so as soon as he opens the door, I'd spring up and I said his name, Mark. And he turned around and looked and went, oh, and I said, you're served. You're served. And he ran into the house and, (laughs) and like slammed the door. And I, I just walked up to the door and, and I knocked and the woman came out, I believe his wife and she said, you know, what are you doing here? What's happening? And I said, oh, I'm here to serve your husband. And she was like, I don't know. He doesn't live here. And I said, well, well, I just saw him run in the house. And She said, that was my brother. Oh, that's hilarious. And I said, oh, what? If your brother wants to come back here and show me his ID, yeah. I'll leave right now. And she said, we don't have to do that. You have to, You have to leave. And I said, No, you've been served. <laughs> yeah, you've
0: been you've been consciously yeah. served. Yeah. In other states you do have to sort of touch them or hand them the thing or
1: I think maybe other states are all kinds of different but wacky. Not, but not but not in California. Not in California.
0: <laughs> the whole state of California is just like, no, you just have to recognize the person and yell the words you've been served. Exactly. And then leave paperwork around them.
1: Yeah. So then I wrote essentially my essay that's the declaration of every of how I had like followed this. Of band. you and Mark. Yeah. And how I so had eventually Mark. I had to uh, found it was him because he and his wife—they were in a homeowners association. Okay, they had had a Christmas party, and they posted photos from the Christmas party, and I identified everybody in with their pictures and their oh, names. Okay, oh, that's awesome. And so, attached to the thing where I said that I served him, I know it was him. Here is a picture of him with his wife with his name. There you go. Because <laughs> of Facebook, so
0: try not to try not to renege on things, folks. Try not to be too crimey and Facebooky at the same time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> wow! All right, well. Um, I, bye Andy. Uh, Andy's leaving. So he has been working and now he's gone. So, um, the, what? Okay. So you, what you said when you were little, you wanted to be one. So I suppose we could go back there. Let's go back there. What's the first, what's the first, you didn't see Rockford, did you?
1: Not Rockford, but right, my, parents, that uh, <laughs> love to tell people about I, how I used to come running whenever the Magnum PI theme song Excellent. started. You're <laughs> so, like,
0: <laughs> get me into the, into a helicopter in Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> serving people with a mustachioed man.
1: <laughs> there are surprisingly few Ferraris in my daytime life, <laughs> but maybe that's just because I haven't made the jump to the big island.
0: Right. That's it. You gotta, and, and, and the big time. Is there a big time of private investigators?
1: I think that there is. Yes, those are the type who generally are the CIA, Blackwater. Uh, oh, right, right. Those
0: are fancy pants, and, and what they're yeah. doing is they're living the life of scandal.
1: That's like they're, true. They're, yes, yes. They're oh, finding man. stuff and then hiding it. <laughs> it's, I am a far cry from Olivia Pope, but I definitely <laughs> love her. <laughs> well, fair enough. The field that we are in is uh, civil liability, so that's when people get into car accidents. We also work for government entities, so unfortunately that's police shootings, but sometimes as simple as people like slipping and falling on the sidewalk. Okay. And then suing the city or something? Mm-hmm. And suing okay. the city and the homeowners. Oh, I get it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I am not, I don't investigate murders and stuff like that. But. Right, right.
0: There's, the, there's should be no reason for your life to ever be in danger. <laughs> I
1: Unless, personally don't carry a gun. You know, right, right, right. <laughs> just a little,
0: you're a very tiny woman. So it'd be like, it's a tiny, tiny gun. It's just a, a Derringer on my forearm,
1: And uh, <laughs> it is. My father still insists that I should be taking Krav Maga. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> but I isn't that tell. that Isn't that thats really fighting. Thing? It is. It is.
0: <laughs> wow. That's but, super, you know, uh, I want you to, uh, do parkour. <laughs> I always get that in Pon Far mixed up, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't have anything to do with no. each other. It's uh Pon Far being sexy times, fuck. <laughs> and uh, parkour being jumping around through, uh, through stuff. Mm. So you like Magnum PI and, uh, so, but there's so many, like there
1: was Monk. Did you ever watch Monk? Yes, I loved Monk. I like, uh, me personally, and this probably goes hand in hand with me not doing violent crimes, is I like what's essentially known as, uh, cozy mysteries. And so they're- (laughs) Who has named it that?
0: Sounds condescending, because it sounds like something I would like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a little condescending, but it's, uh,
0: it's- But it's not inaccurate, I suppose.
1: They're not entirely the violence and the the sex crimes are played down.
0: Right. So it's James S-P-U. Patterson
1: is like a different kind of a thing. Right. Ooh. <laughs> and more like Monk or Psych. Oh, uh, right. Jessica Fletcher. Just, which I don't know. From Murder, She Wrote. Oh, Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Those are all, even though people get murdered, it's not that there's blood and guts and gore. Right, right. You just see somebody gracefully laid out. Yeah, exactly. Then, Maybe poisoning.
0: Cannot... Very common. Very common. So... <laughs> I those are the ones that I like, and then I watched um like Bones and Castle, mm-hmm. and the and the makeup people have gotten so good at it. I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't want, I don't want <laughs> this. I don't need to know what that would really look like. I'm good. I agree. It is very it's pretty graphic. They're pushing the uh, envelope.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's
0: weird. <laughs> so, what kind of hours do you work? Is it is it by case or it is what all I, your mom? over the place. It's, you're making a good living. <laughs> What's happening?
1: <laughs> it is, and I love it. It is definitely not a normal uh, scheduled job. We generally work at the leisure of our clients, and we work after hours and on weekends because we're trying to get people who normally right. who have jobs. Who have jobs. So even if we're just trying to interview people uh, who live in a neighborhood because maybe they know about a trip and fall or something, we've yeah. got to go out in the evenings. It's a lot of Saturdays, Sundays, frequently mm-hmm. holidays.
0: Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. So, so it could be like, well, we're gonna have to do Thanksgiving on on Friday because uh, I'm tracking down this
1: lady. Sometimes it's definitely sacrifice, uh, yeah, in the name of having a job that is sometimes very cool and exciting. Right, right. <laughs> it, what? Uh, okay, give me
0: another cool and exciting story, please. Anything fun. I don't care. It doesn't have to be cool or exciting. It just might be something that interested you, (laughs) that you enjoyed.
1: One of the aspects of my job, one of the things I do is jury interviews, which is where I go out and talk to people after they've already rendered a verdict. Okay. And I find that very interesting because so much of my education and my uh, yeah. training and stuff is about leading up to trial, like getting the evidence, getting the witnesses there, yeah. all sorts of stuff. But when I talk to the jury, I find out what really happened when the rubber met the road. Yeah. And it's very interesting because sometimes I'll go out and talk to jurors who don't speak English. Right. And You don't speak whatever <laughs> they speak? No, they don't really understand what <laughs> happened during the case. Oh. And, that's, That's interesting. It, there are a lot of people who pretend like they don't know the language to get out of it. Ah. And so there's a lot less leniency. Ah. So sometimes I go out and talk to people who don't understand. And sometimes I go out and talk to people who take things. I had one case where when I went out and talked to the jurors and it turned out that they did not like the plaintiff because of the clothing that he wore. Oh, they that was <laughs> that is something they teach you in law school that you're supposed to dress right. It is. Apparently he had dressed right um all the time, but the jurors happened to see him someday when he was not supposed to be in court, so he had just come in his normal street clothes to meet right. with his lawyers or whatever, and the jurors saw They saw him in his weird Fubu outfit or <laughs> some damn thing or he was he was wearing pumas. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because Jurors are people, and so they're given instructions that they're not supposed to care, care, keep their personal experience out of it, and they're supposed to be computers, but in practice, it doesn't really work that way. Right, right. So that's (laughs) what, that is kind of fascinating.
0: Do you, so what are, what are you interviewing them about describing how the, how the, the
1: trial went? What happens is when an attorney uh, in, in big dollar cases, they yeah. like to try to try it again. So they ah. like to see if there's, they want to appeal. And so one of the issues that you can appeal a case for is if there's juror misconduct. Right. And so they send me out because they hope that I'm going to find a person that's like 12 angry jurors. The person who said, I have different facts than were presented in court <laughs> and then convinced all the jurors of right. that. Right. Um, I've done a handful of those investigations and it's not usually like that. No, no. Is it just people going, well, it's pretty boring. And Most of the time it's people who don't really care much about a property dispute or the percentage of the slope of the grade or.
0: Yeah. It's, you, there's six inches of my property that you're using and mm-hmm. that, that you it's feature creep. You're just going to be over, you're going to be sitting at my kitchen table if I let you have that six inches. Yeah. And it's and mostly
1: about, you know, who comes across as a baker jerk sometimes. Oh, right. And yeah. The, you know, the jury picks up on that. But a lot of them, most of them do take it seriously. Okay. It's always the outliers that you remember, you know, and that you tell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of about. course.
0: Yeah. Cause it's, <laughs> it's interesting. Cause if they don't, if the person doesn't understand English and they speak, what well, I don't know, like if they speak uh, Thai or they speak mm-hmm. Spanish or some other mm-hmm. language and then they've sat through,
1: how,
0: how long do most cases last? Any idea? A couple of weeks. Oh, they can last on average. I would okay. say a couple of weeks. Uh, I have, uh, I have some bitterness. I have gone for jury duty every year, and they have never even picked me for jury selection. I've never even made it into the next room. I'm <laughs> never gonna be in the room where it happens. It's not gonna happen. Hamilton! Meet you at dawn. Uh, but I just, I wanna be on a jury, even though
1: I'm pretty sure it's gonna be boring. I agree, me too. I also have never been picked. You it's the been same picked? thing. It's just, it's, <laughs> and then they are, they pick people who apparently don't know English. I don't know what happens. Well,
0: it's, <laughs> uh, that's funny that people would pretend to not know English. <laughs>
1: It's... It's very funny to me that people, I understand why, because most jobs don't pay for it, and it is kind of boring, but I'm a (laughs) civic-minded person, and I think that it would be something good. I'm a giant
0: political nerd, so I would just, I wanna, I wanna do the weird legal thing, and, and, you
1: know, just to to have done it, you know? I think so, especially having done investigations, but never having been in the room. Right. To see the, you know, the room where it happens. Exactly. (laughs) So
0: there's, there's, you're interviewing people about, What they thought of the plaintiff or what they thought of the lawyers, what they thought of the.
1: We cast a broad net, but what we're trying to find is somebody who will say, you know what? I heard all about this case on the news. And so I knew before it even started how I was going to vote. Oh, right. That's the, that's what the hope is. That's the is. dream is. Yeah, that's the they, dream. Because then you can, <laughs> then you can retry, right? Or something? Then they can, yeah. Then they can make an appeal and Has say Has that, that ever happened? Have, um, not so far. <laughs> not so far?
0: <laughs> not so far. <laughs> how many people? How many people have you interviewed?
1: I've done about a, uh, eight or ten of those investigations, so I'm probably up to fifty jurors. Okay.
0: All right. So fifty you've talked to fifty people, none of whom were like, This is a, a travesty of justice has occurred. Does has everyone that you've talked to been like, Yeah, it seemed right.
1: Uh no, there are definitely some jurors where we go in and it's not unanimous. So yeah. in civil cases you only need to have uh Well it doesn't have to be unanimous. Exactly. And so there are usually a few jurors who say that a travesty has occurred and they're right. willing to, you know, say all sorts of different things. But the bar to get a new trial is, is pretty high. Um it has to be something pretty bad and and, and, and real. Exactly. And so fortunately or unfortunately for the process, I have not found too many things that are that bad. Right. That, that is. Rise to the level of misconduct exactly. where they want to do the whole case over again. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Well, cool. It's, uh, so you're interviewing jurors, you're interviewing people about, so more sneakery, please. I would like another sneaky, <laughs> sneaky tale. If you got one. Is there any lurking? How about just lurking? You, you ever follow people at the mall? Why wouldn't you? I, 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 appreciate this. You, you, you seem to have said that you don't serve people at work. We try not to. Cause it really interferes with their work. I mean, it, it, it's a, it's a black eye kind of on, on, it'll go on your permanent record.
1: It does. And, what we and, say, we usually wait until all bets are off. So one of the things we like to do is, most serves 90% of them are successful the first time okay. you go and knock on the door you're at the business or whatever and you just do the serve okay and the rest of them we usually try yeah. uh, to give them a chance yeah. and then go to their house or apartment yeah. and then people will say something like oh you know uh you know I'll leave a card and then they'll pretend that they're going to be there and they won't or they'll play around and oh. different phone calls and stuff right. and then i've had people one of the early serves I did, um, I knocked on the door and a gentleman answered and I said I was looking for uh, Agnes. Right. And he was like, oh, nobody here by that name. <laughs> and I said, well, are you sure you're not Agnes? I mean, I was looking for, you know, a, a man with sort of a strange name who matched yeah. your description. And he was like, no, no, no. And I said, well, you're wearing a necklace with the letter A on it right now. Yeah. And he was like, oh, uh, my name is... uh
0: wow have that live prepped people have that locked and loaded
1: Uh, fortunately I think one of you know? Did you
0: talk him into admitting that he was the dude? But was
1: he pretty much. He just said, "Yeah, okay, okay." I right,
0: just give him the piece of paper. <laughs> he couldn't. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't come up with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Adam <laughs> didn't. Ca- Abner. Alex. Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. Anything. <laughs> and nothing. Yeah, nothing, buddy. Okay, you you don't deserve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. I was like, I know it's probably hard for you to admit that you've got this weird name, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Boy named Sue. I get it. I get
1: it. There's trouble. So, <laughs> the um.
0: Yeah, so let's see. I don't know. Uh oh, do you do uh do you do that uh in uh, insurance surveillance to make sure people are hurt? Yes, I do.
1: Oh, uh, you're like, and- "Oh,
0: heavy lifting. What are you
1: doing?" <laughs> it's amazing how many people use their time off to tackle that roofing project. They've been <laughs> they've been waiting for. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and just people who um, unfortunately it's common in construction uh industry that they'll be off for injury for one job and they'll just go work at another job site. Oh, okay. Double and dip. so, yeah, we get there in the morning and we follow them and get video of them working all day somewhere else. Right. Um, other times, it's funny. We had a person who was sort of an extreme sports guy, and so we got a lot of video of him uh, riding up and down the hills in the Angeles <laughs> Nas- National Forest.
0: Oh, dude. You're like, I get it. You have carpal tunnel, but why are you on your BMX bike?
1: <laughs> a woman who uh, had trouble walking, but she could do the Culver City Stairs.
0: Oh, that's, those are like a half a mile into the sky or something, right? I mean, they're ridiculous. I have, a friend of mine used to live right by there and he'd go, one day I want to go up those stairs. And I was like, why? Why would you, why would you, why would you want to do that? I want to drive around. And, uh, cause then you're just going to have to come back down. And that, that would be my greatest fear is that I would fall down (laughs) and kill myself because it's gotta be what? 400 feet in the air? 500 feet? I think so. It's very steep. Enormously steep. It's like a ladder, but it's not a ladder, which would have been easier to climb. So. But the view is great. The view is very beautiful. (laughs) There you go. So are you working all over like Orange County and LA County and just kind of moving around? Yeah,
1: that's the great thing. And that's one of the fun things about working in Los Angeles is that I've had the opportunity. I followed someone to the ballet. Oh, um, did you get to go to the ballet? I did, yes. Her spouse, she was um, in town. Her spouse thought that she might be meeting someone there, and she was. Well, so, there you, go. you know, I got to see the ballet, and that was lovely. I had never been.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes.
1: And Cheater Magoos, uh, just
0: talk to your spouse, okay? If it's <laughs> not going well, just say.
1: Uh, yeah. I concur. Yes, why not? Why That stuff we... is always tough. Thankfully, we don't do to- too many of
0: those. Because oh, it's, it's always it's tough. incredibly depressing. Does it, does it get kind of sad?
1: It does, whenever it's a, a, a when family just, situation. Yeah. When it's the insurance thing, I'm able to convince myself, you know, we're catching a cheater. Right. And this is somebody who has, you know, let things get away from themselves, and they're trying to rip someone off. Right. But the family stuff, oof. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it's yeah, their lives, especially if there's kids involved.
0: Right. You're like, everybody's just trying to make an extra, like, 150 bucks a month or mm-hmm. a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you're just, you're like... I am sympathetic, but I cannot be supportive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's tough is that the people who come to us always already know. Oh, they know that they're busted. (laughs) They already know that their spouse is cheating.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. And so they just need proof. I don't know if they've sometimes they've confronted the spouse and the spouse denies it and so mm-hmm. they need they need the proof and sometimes and most of the times they don't end up you know, they don't end up breaking up. Right. For they whatever reason. That's their relationship and, oh, their and problem. that's
0: that's fine. If you can work through it, yeah. just think of Hamilton.
1: Anyway, if <laughs> that's you can true. if you can work I have They were going through have, the unimaginable. Exactly. <laughs> and I
0: have a couple of I have a couple of friends who have actually worked through some infidelity yeah. that you're like, I don't know I mean I guess you just have a lot of, a lot of conversations. I would rather, I mean, granted, I hate convert, I think I hate confrontation <laughs> as much as the next person, but I think I would rather have the one conversation before, which is, Hey, I'm looking at dudes. Uh, <laughs> is that something that's frowned so. upon? I wish
1: I could tell them to spend money on, you know, relationship counseling instead of us. Prior. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It would be, I mean, I don't you know I I have not been in that situation and let me knock on some plywood. Uh so uh, what's to- funny
1: is people always tell me when they find out what I do they joke about my husband. They say, "Oh, how did your husband feel about being married to a PI?" Oh Jesus. <laughs> Tell me a joke. No.
0: uh So do you like? Like, are you looking? Are you sneaking through his stuff and not his? at all? Oh my god! It's no. your job. I know. I have friends who are <laughs> massage therapists, and their husbands cannot get them to massage them. So I, I is it like that, or you're like, I think that I don't want to look at your shit.
1: I don't. I don't want to look at his shit. If I've learned anything, he's. You know, these people are going to do what they're going to do, and right. And it, um, trying to tighten is something that is not good for
0: I had a t-shirt like that in college. If you love
1: something, <laughs> let
0: it go. If it comes see? back, hunt the, it down
1: and kill it uh, or something exactly. like that. It was something like that. The other thing is I could tell from like a mile away. It's not like I'd need to
0: Right, right <laughs> you really could sneak. already Right, you don't have to sneak. You've got a you've got a radar. Okay. <laughs> now now you can see what it looks like.
1: Yeah, for him it mostly manifests he, he tells me uh I'll ask four or five or six questions at a time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and he goes, okay, okay, stop P.I.ing me. We need to... Well, one question at a time. One question. Right. I'm, I'm not in a press conference. If you could stop throwing questions. What does he do? Uh He works at an animal shelter. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: and so, so he takes care of those sick little cats. And and sadly, <laughs> his, his his is almost the saddest job ever, too. I had a, I had a guest on the Dork Forest who was a – I think her parents were veterinarians, and she said oh, – yeah that she never wanted to be a veterinarian because 93% of it is euthanasia. Oh, And she was like, all she would see is them coming home going, yeah, I had to put down like three cats and a dog today. And so I don't know. I don't know how
1: he does it. Oh, brief shout out to Seal Beach Animal Care because they're a no-kill animal shelter. Oh,
0: there you go. (laughs) What do they do? They just Um, kind of sit on them until somebody either adopts them or they pass away of natural
1: causes? (laughs) they're, They're fortunate that they're able to do that. They do also a foster program, but they're able to move. In fact, I know that Los Angeles is trying to move more more towards no kill. And Orange County is a lot no kill. I think that they have sort of a shelter of last resort down at the very south Orange County. I think
0: I think rangers know that I love animals. (laughs) But I have this to say there's a guy as you drive out of my neighborhood when you drive by oh my seven eleven You'll, you might see that guy Mel, who lives in front of the Seven Eleven. I think so. He's he's a little skittish, but uh, I think he could be rescued. If you want to adopt him, he'd be great. He'd love seventy dollars a month if oh, anybody's man. or a week or whatever somebody's paying for their cat. I know, and I do. I, we have a lot of feral cats in our neighborhood. We also have a feral bunny. Not feral bunny, but it, it clearly used huh. to be somebody's. somebody's bunny, and it is now uh, a bunny uh who lives uh, underneath the bush over there a lot and uh it's just around and it it stretches out like a cat kind of like they it lays with its belly on the ground mm-hmm. and just it's a very tall long brownish golden bunny That's adorable. It is adorable. It's it is funny, there's some
1: areas in LA that have peacocks like feral peacocks feral peacocks. We have yeah. the parrots. We have the with the yeah, parrots that's which are
0: two that are two things. They come mm-hmm. from the um there's a budweiser Factory right mm-hmm. by my, uh, my house about th- mm-hmm. f- four, three or four miles. There used to be back in the seventies something called, uh, it was a, it was a bush gardens. It was a, it was some okay. sort of beer garden mm-hmm. at the Bud Light factory. Okay. And they had parrots. <laughs> oh. And when they closed it, they let the parrots go because it was the seventies. <laughs> yeah. And I understand the same thing happened in, in at, there were, but this is like 50 years ago because they have a lot more parrots in Pasadena.
1: <laughs> oh. Where
0: they had, there was, there was supposedly like people had pet parrots a lot mm-hmm. in the 50s <laughs> and then they would get bored and let them go. And <laughs> they now live- there are thousands of parrots. Ugh. And they're just little, they're not like giant cockatiels and stuff. They're not super expensive parrots. Yeah. They're, small, kind of, I think like 20 year parrots. Okay, but still. That's a long time for an, a pet. That's a long time for pet. We have pet. an iguana. He's, oh, uh, he's 20. That's a commitment. 21. Yeah, turtles. Yeah, uh, turtles, turtle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, okay. We have weeded way off <laughs> private investigating, which uh, is a classic <laughs> moment at the Dork Forest. Well, let's talk
1: about like what you liked because you, you read about it plenty now, too, right? Yes, I do. I read and watch uh mostly mysteries. If some Somebody, uh, if there's no body at the beginning, like I don't know why they like. What is the <laughs> right. story?
0: <laughs> right. So you like psych and monk, and um, what what ones are now? Uh, are there new what ones? What is
1: now? Well, relatively new. I've been watching a show that's called Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. What's that? And she what is, is an Australian private investigator. It started as a book series, okay. and now um, is a TV show that's available on Netflix. That's had three or four uh, series, I think, is what they call See, them. Yeah,
0: they call them seasons
1: because it's it's Australian. Yes. Well, that's neat. And she is just a uh, a wealthy woman, an aristocrat, I think, is what they say. Yeah. And she had tragedy in her life. Her sister was murdered when they were both young. Ah. And so the show opens up with so she doesn't turn into Batman. <laughs> that, it's her version of Batman. It's her version of Batman. Yeah. And so when the show opens up, the killer is already in prison and she is off like solving other murder mysteries. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she, it takes place in the twenties, but she's very, uh, oh, so she, and feminist. And, right. and it
0: doesn't have to be this sad sack, like looking for the
1: guy with the one arm. Exactly. They've, she's already found the dude or they've already yes. got the, yes. the killer. Mm-hmm. He insists he's innocent, but he's in jail and she, she believes he's it. All right, and so you, how many seasons have you have you watched all three? Uh, I've watched the first two. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I okay. have one left. All right, and so I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, one of my favorite things in the first episode, her aunt is saying to her, "Like, what gives you the right to do this?" And she said, "Oh, well, I have a gun," and she runs off with her gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the effect
0: of American television on, on the Australians. <laughs> We're sorry. Uh, <laughs> Because she could have said any, any number. Any, any number. <laughs> but, oh, well, this gun.
1: But it's nice. I definitely... uh Love female prime investigators. They're always yeah. very strong characters. They're yeah. always, you know, they're generally sexually liberated as well. They're not tied down. Right. So there's usually some bow, chicka, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> always nice. Yes. And it's not that they've got to go home and make dinner. Nobody's making dinner for them either. Right. Did you ever watch that? There was
0: one, um, it's British and the guy lived in a windmill. Uh, <laughs> did you ever watch that? <laughs> that that sounds like familiar. something you would have remembered.
1: <laughs> Cause he lives good. in a windmill
0: and he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's slightly on the spectrum. And then. <laughs> and he solves mysteries. And he solves mysteries. And then, uh, his partner is this woman who is a, uh, like, tabloid lady. Okay. So, um,. I can't remember what it's no, called, I'll but, uh, but if you Google the words, yeah. <laughs> investigator who lives in a windmill, <laughs> you will find three seasons of this gentleman <laughs> and that lady, which the first two seasons, I stopped watching after two because oh. it got kind of dumb. Um. I think they started hooking up Oops. and then it uh, uh, jumped the shark downhill. Yeah. yeah moonlighting. Yeah. yeah. Like castle. So, yeah. Like castle. That'll <laughs> happen. So, uh, what, so what else? What's, um, so your uh, Miss Fisher, are you, do you watch, um, do you watch castle and you watch bones? I do.
1: I do watch Castle I love Castle I love Nathan Villian sure and I had it was a personal point of contention for me when he just decided one day to be a private investigator and opened his shop (laughs) oh right (laughs) as happens in fictional things but it's like you know I I worked hard and I had to go through a process and apply oh, and take a test and go through a and background you're some check. some
0: novelist. Yeah. Some novelist who's decided to become a private investigator.
1: And that's obviously s- the
0: point of the show.
1: But- right,
0: <laughs> right. And I have to tell you that I stopped watching the show oh. right after they got married. Because eh. I was like, uh so he... What happens? Do they get divorced,
1: and he has to become a private investigator so he I can still stopped. be nosy? I believe that they he could no longer work at the force. He, oh, okay. He couldn't, like go work on cases, so he just became a private investigator instead, and that's oh, pretty much when I
0: checked out. <laughs> we as <well>. parted ways.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always happy. Glad. I hope the
0: residual checks never end. Yeah. Hope it all works out, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I liked her a lot. Who? Um, yeah,
1: Beckett. Thank you, mm-hmm, Beckett.
0: Mm-hmm. Who has a real name as an actress? She's, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh,
1: it's hard to pronounce. It's, name, it's I think. Kate Beckett. <laughs> Dana, Katik. Oh, is it, oh, is it Russian? I think that it's or uh, Ukrainian, baby okay. something oh, of that right, nature. Right. Eastern blocky. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, so so I loved her. Her was
0: so beautiful, yeah, and, and, and so, badass, so, and badass, and mm-hmm. such a great actress. And they wrote really funny stuff for her to say, mm-hmm. and I liked it. You yes. know, it wasn't. It was, you know, she got to be snarky and smart and funny, and it wasn't. They didn't pander to it. You know, it wasn't, I don't know exactly. what I expected. Exactly. She was it. very much his match for him being the funny playboy. She was. Right. She was, she was smarter than him and tougher than him. And mm-hmm. then, you know, just, and, and then got as quippy as him. So it was fine. <laughs> and that'll do. So, yeah. Cause I, cause sometimes they dumb it down. Sometimes the, the, the woman is just arm candy. Exactly. No less now. The mall.
1: Uh, So I read a bunch of different private investigators. The most well-known probably, well, one of them is Sue Grafton. She writes the Kinsey Milhone mysteries. The A is for Alibi, the alphabet series. Right. I think I've read through R. They're very good. They're very good. She's up to
0: X. Oh, is she at X? Mm Mm-hmm. I I always wonder about that, whether she's just like, what have I become?
1: The stories have definitely evolved. After R, I believe she did some um, point of view from other characters. Okay. And things that were third person, because I think 26 is a lot of books to write from the point of view of one character. Right. She's just like, and then I went to work again. Yeah. <laughs> and also like Harry Potter, they got a
0: little bit bigger and bigger. Right. Because right, <laughs> people stopped editing. That's... That's my theory is there's like, this is very successful. Every word is probably a genius word. You're like, nope. Nope. Gonna I guess... need someone. going to need someone to go through this a little bit. She's on X. What's X for? Uh, X is just X. Actually, she broke from the pattern. Oh, does it mark the spot? Maybe. Uh, what was uh, W? W is for wasted. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe she just didn't want to try. And, and X <laughs> does so. mark the spot, so it would be an okay one. Yeah. yeah,
1: she said a while ago that she had Z plotted and she just needed the get to there. get to it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, poor thing. I'm sure she's fine.
1: I am sure she's fine too. I mean, yeah. it's very successful, and uh, Kinsey is a great character. She doesn't, you know, have a, a love in her life. She's got a couple of different guys that she's been with, but she's not oh, really right. too she's concerned, buddy, right?
0: She does sort she does. of like she sleeps around, <laughs> but with sort of a regular dude for the first yeah. five or six yes. books, right? Mm-hmm. And those first five or six books are actually really good.
1: Yeah, and they are fairly quick reads because yeah. they're very tight mysteries, mm-hmm. and they are action.
0: Yeah. They're, they're action-packed, and she's got this weird black dress
1: that you're like, I don't have that weird <laughs> that black dress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she. There are a lot of other characters that are sort of similar. There's a character named Carlotta Carlisle. She is a Boston private investigator written by Linda Barnes. Okay. And so she is also mm-hmm. a you know, a former cop, take no prisoners, uh oh, okay. <laughs> investigating murders. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, butt kicking. Does it get
0: vigilante with the ones you like, or does it is it usually uh, stop at murdering the bad guy?
1: <laughs> not vigilante. Hopefully the it ends with the bad guy getting arrested. That's what yeah, yeah. that's Sometimes what I'm in self defense they have to kill the bad guy? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Extenuating
0: circumstances. <Yeah. laughs> I love but where's the, the line? It's with not drugs. the punisher. It's well that's what yeah. Because I've never enjoyed The Punisher. I, I just, because I'm always like, I want the hero to be a better person than I would be. You know, because if I were, if I had these kind of powers or if I was this kind of person, I have a suspicion that I would be judge, jury, and executioner. And it would oh. not be good. It would not be good. So I would like, when I read this stuff, I want them to just be. They capture the person, they collect the evidence, they present the thing. I much prefer that as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> as so, opposed to a big shootout where... <laughs>
0: where then everybody dies. And then it's, I mean, even in a western, I'm just like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> because those old westerns, they would just kill everybody, you know? But, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Let God sort it out, right? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Shoot them all and let God sort it out? Oh, like God's, exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> so Carlotta Carlisle, Sue Grafton, there's gotta be a bunch of them, right?
1: Yes, uh one of the even less murdery books is um the number one ladies detective agency. And oh, that is written by Alexander McCall Smith and it takes place in Botswana.
0: Oh wow.
1: And Maybe I've just heard of it. It was a TV show, I think, on Showtime. Okay, for a season, and that is much more character-driven. So it's about the people in Botswana, and um, the books are
0: really character-driven.
1: Yes. Okay. So it's about the detective um, Ms. Ramatswe, I think is how it's pronounced. And Precious. Is she is she from Botswana? Yes.
0: So she's not like some British lady who's come in with colonial ideas to solve crime.
1: Correct. Excellent. Good <laughs> is, for somebody. Congratulations. It is written by a white guy, but oh, it is. <laughs> yes. Well, but that, that, that is slightly troublesome. But is, yeah. I see what you do.
0: I mean, it's a. It's, Step in a direction. It is. Uh,
1: so that was, it's, I'm sort of on the fence about, about it, but, I but like it is stories. entertaining. So you read uh, And it's not murder. One of her stories that I remember is somebody came to her because there was a doctor in the village and sometimes he was really good and sometimes he was really bad and they were trying to figure out why. And she investigated and it turned out that he had a twin. And so he and the twin were switching off because one was not a doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy didn't have a job? Yeah. And so they were switching off. I think the other one was maybe working at some other doctor's office far away. And so they were like able to get the two incomes because he only needed a good doctor half the time. So Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that was sort of the level of the mystery that she... It's solving. Oh,
0: that's interesting. They're more sort of like Sherlock Holmes locked room kind of things.
1: Yes. <laughs> that's
0: uh, Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah. <laughs> right. Notice the differences. So, oh, that's cool. I read, I accidentally read uh, this horrible uh, And I should not say that because maybe that's one that you read. It's the cookie lady.
1: I she, haven't read the cookie lady.
0: She writes, okay, it's... There, she's from northern Minnesota. Okay. There's a bunch of them. There's (laughs) recipes peppered
1: throughout it, and she's a baker. Okay. I think I've maybe, Cupcake detective. Oh, uh, I think, okay. Do you know what that is? I think I've maybe tried that one, yeah. 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 There are a lot, a lot of mysteries out there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't get to all of them. No, no. So have you
0: tried, but do you remember the name of the one with the cupcake mystery lady?
1: I think that I might just, I have the cupcake. She has a bakery. Yeah, I think there's a picture of a cupcake that I can see clearly of the cover of the book. Yeah, so and she's (laughs)
0: constantly baking, and then every like chapter opens up with a new recipe Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. for cookies or cupcakes or cake or something. And I read one of them, and I was so furious at the end (laughs) of it because the bakery and the baked goods Mm -hmm. came into it never. Oh no! Never. I was like, you don't introduce a baked like, good into yeah. a. And that's what Chekhov said. You yeah. don't introduce a baked good into the plot and then never use it. Uh, uh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I think he said that about a gun. Oh, but, yeah. uh, So, but the uh, uh, so number one ladies' detective agency actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> My mother-in-law just gave me uh, two Bones books. Oh yeah like Catherine Wright or something.
1: They're very, well, they're not very technical, but she's uh, oh. um a forensic anthropologist, I think yeah. is what it is. So, yes, it's very science. So it gets a little sciencey. Yeah. Well, that's fun though. It is. Yeah. Yes. Do do you think it's real? Sometimes
0: you can't count on the on, on the information that comes out of Pulp Fiction. No offense. That is
1: that's true. I think it's, I mean, ma- magical realism, like close to speculative right. fiction. spec <laughs> it,
0: it becomes like Spencer for higher novels. Yeah, you know, I would read those, and I'd be like,
1: mm, I don't
0: know if that's something like you're MacGyvering this, and I don't know if that's. Yeah. If P.S. can really do that or.
1: Like all things. Every time I watch psych, I think to myself, I'm like, wow, is there really a murder a week like this in Santa Barbara? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if, you, if you lived in Santa Barbara, you'd want to kill somebody every
1: week. No,
0: come on. And, uh, so.
1: That's why a, Jessica Fletcher and Monk always have to travel around all over the place. Exactly,
0: because they, they have to follow the murders. It's <laughs> true. They have to follow the murders. And, uh, so, what, uh,
1: what else you got? Uh, recently Jessica Jones. Is available on Netflix. Right. And she is a private investigator. I'm very excited for with the next... With superpowers. Yes. And there's so, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing <laughs> at all. In the very first episode, she affects the service of process, and it is a superpower I much wish I had. <laughs> because she doesn't really use she doesn't hurt anybody. Right. <laughs> she but does. she makes
0: sure that you get it. Yeah, and she gets it done. Right. <laughs> Jessica okay, so Jessica Jones, does she have an office? A PI office?
1: She does. Oh, and her firm is Angel. Oh gosh, now I'm embarrassed. Oh no, <laughs> uh, I think maybe Angel Investigations in the that sounds in the right. show. I don't know if you watched it at all on Netflix.
0: No, well I haven't gotten to it because uh, we're not done with the first season of Deadville. Da- oh, da- 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 da-
1: Daredevil. So <laughs> um, they do smash the the typical PI tropes because she has a glass door at her office that somebody. <sniffs> Goes through. Oh, good,
0: good, and, and it's got her name etched on it. Yes, the exactly. frosted
1: Glass. So I believe it reappears several times throughout the show. It's definitely one of the tropes that they're right. exploring.
0: Like I, I read those Raymond Chandler and Dashiell Hammett books yes. back in the day, and um, and they were great. And the movies were good, and uh, which is why I got Roger Rabbit uh, as much as I did.
1: <laughs> exactly, Roger Rabbit. Hey. That was a life changer. They were great private detectives. (laughs) They
0: were great private detectives. The brothers, they'd go into Toontown, they'd solve things. Yeah, he solved the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, and then later he solved the whole thing about... The bank robbery and then yeah. and the red cars. I mean, it was a big conspiracy. It was a big conspiracy, <laughs> and I think it was based on fact. That one was actually there used to be red cars, and there used to be a train that went everywhere all over. And then they, uh, because of the the oil That's conglomerates, true. they uh, they got rid of and put up highways. Yeah, and uh, freeways so instead. A lot of people don't know this. Roger Rabbit documentary, documentary, <laughs> and uh, based on a true story. Exactly. Could you have done that at any time? No, <laughs> only when it was funny. That's my favorite <laughs> line in Roger Rabbit. So um, so you probably uh what yeah what else you got any anything other
1: uh Veronica Mars. Oh, Veronica Mars. Veronica that Mars. That was done, right? Yes, she is definitely one of the quintessential uh girl detectives. She it, it was a TV show that started either in the late 90s or early 2000s. Right. Um, and the character, she's a teenager and her dad was the sheriff of a small town. It takes place in the fictional town of Neptune in, in San Diego. Okay. And he, there's been, um, Veronica's friend when they're, I believe in their second or third year of high school, her friend is raped and murdered. Okay. And when the show opens up, Veronica believes that she has also been raped because she's been drugged. Okay. And so because of her, The scandal with her friends, rape and murder, her her father has been voted out of office. He's not sheriff, so he's opened up a private detective agency. Oh. And she works for him. I have heard of this show. Yeah. And how many seasons are there? There were three seasons. Okay. Two seasons where she is in high school and she solves, you know, her friend's murder and the, the mystery of her own rape. Yep. Uh, and then a season where she goes off to college. Okay. And there's more mysteries abound. Sure. Once you <laughs> had more people. Yeah. And it was one of the at first or uh, a very successful Kickstarter because the, um, the writer, Rob Thomas, he wrote a movie. Okay. And so through Kickstarter, they were able to get the movie produced. Really. And she is uh she's graduated from law school in the movie and has gets pulled back into the small town. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to solve another murder. Like she's George Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> like she can't get out. Uh, <laughs> so she's great. One of my favorite parts of that is in the very first episode, she's going out to do some surveillance, probably a cheating spouse, and sure. her dad says, you know, oh, don't forget to take backup. Uh, and she, she, of course dad, so she's in the car and somebody comes and knocks on the window and backup is a 100 pound American Pitbull Terrier. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm glad it isn't a gun
0: now. Instead, no. it's a giant scary dog.
1: Yeah. It's probably a
0: sweetheart. To her, yeah.
1: So she brings backup wherever she goes. <laughs> oh, they've, they've named the dog backup? Yes. That's great. That's a great name for a dog. Yeah, the it is. I think it's a very well-written show. The dialogue with her and her dad is really great, and um her mom is has taken off is not part of the show. So the dynamic between the two of them is really oh,
0: nice, nice to see. Yeah, yeah, a little father-daughter moment. Yeah, you know, yeah, and she works at the private detective agency. So right, well, like Nancy Drew. Yeah, and Nancy Drew worked with with her dad and her dad. I mean, the weird thing about Nancy Drew is that her dad always just came in and saved them. Uh, so so it wasn't as
1: that was a different time.
0: It was a different time. A when different they would, kind
1: of girl detective.
0: Uh, very different. In pumps. <laughs> I Actually, I only read Nancy Drew recently because I couldn't read them when I was a kid because oh. I was like, you can't solve crime in
1: pumps. So
0: <laughs> I would read all Hardy Boys.
1: <laughs> so I <was> like, They <laughs> have sensible shoes. And so I agree. I don't wear heels. I don't think any of the women in my firm wear heels. No, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, what's the demographic?
0: Is it is it um, how many people work at the firm that uh, are on the streets?
1: <laughs> at my firm, there are five of us field investigators, and okay. we do have a researcher in the office. Oh, sweet, sweet researcher. <laughs> yes. She is the one we call when we're out at a house and we need to run a plate,
0: or it turns
1: out that the neighbor <laughs> I says- I want to
0: have a person I can run a plate. <laughs> like, who parked it's in my parking <laughs> spot in front of my house? Who is that? It's
1: a very nice Audi. We'll talk the show. <laughs> <laughs> One of the favorite things that I have na- that we have now, um, well, as a private investigator, I love it. It's called vehicle sightings. Okay. And so, what you see now is tow trucks and other vehicles. They have cameras mounted on them, and they, as they just drive around, they're taking video of all the different license plates that are around you. And it's a database that anybody can buy. Oh my <laughs> god! So law enforcement uses it, and we use it for. All the things we do, we have to have a a permissible purpose that has to be all above board. But we can run somebody's license plate if we're looking for them and see all the places that they've been parked. That's insane.
0: As a citizen,
1: it's... As a citizen, it's a little (laughs) shaky. As a little citizen, it's a little... What is happening? You can see them. I haven't seen them personally, but I've seen pictures of just regular sedans that have cameras mounted all over them because it's a a job. It's a job. And then... (laughs) Because the job is 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 buy from tow truck companies.
0: They have the the permission mm-hmm. to drive around and because essentially... they're looking
1: for cars to repossess. Oh, mm-hmm. and you can you scan the license plates and you get a hit. You used to just go look at them, right? Like people.
0: <laughs> It's somebody, I was talking with somebody on Twitter yesterday and cause there's, they're loosening the laws for drone killings, oh. which of course are already an error. Yeah. And they're like, well, nobody has an, a real alternative to how we're supposed to deal with these people. And I was like, yeah, there used to be an alternative. You'd send a dude to find him and then that person would horribly kill them face to face.
1: And hopefully just the one of them. And, and not just the, the whole... one of them,
0: not the entire yeah. room full of people. Even though that uh, did happen. Right. That always happens. That, I mean, that happens as often as I met one of those drone operator guys oh, yeah. and he was, he, it was in Vegas. I was doing comedy and he was a soldier and he was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a drone operator and my drone works in, um, uh, Afghanistan and Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Pakistan, I don't think that's okay. Uh, and he was like, mm, never mind. And, uh, and so <laughs> and then I said, so you might have to kill somebody remotely. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I've told you. Because it's really, de- and he was like, it's really depressing. And it's really, yeah. I mean, it just, it hurts his, you know, he, you know, you join the service because you want to be of service. You don't want to be a tool of some dirt bag who just makes a decision far away, which you are when you're a soldier on the field. Right. But it is one-on-one. So the this, this, uh, this, uh, license plate thing makes me uncomfortable <laughs> is what I guess I'm saying.
1: It's, no, And I understand, I understand where he's coming from when, you know, when you get into law enforcement or private investigation, all these things, you definitely, well, I came to it. Like I'm going to write some wrongs and I'm going to catch people yeah. who are cheating and try to make it better. Right. You want to be of service and you yeah. want to, you want to help. That's how, that's how I think of it. You know, there are people that are out there that are scamming and yeah. it is always going to happen, yep. but we can try.
0: Well, yeah. You can stem the <laughs> flow a little bit
1: and yeah. Uh, yeah. And it can't hurt yeah to stem the flow a little bit
0: that's why <laughs> that's why you're there so what about charlie's angels you ever watch that?
1: I love Charlie's Angels. I definitely. It makes me want to learn Krav Maga. If I could, if I could maybe do some martial arts or just the posing. I a. I got you, the posing down. Don't worry, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? You have, you have any sort of self-defense
0: I have. skills?
1: No offense. I'm not trying to set you up. Here. Oh God. no, I do. I do. I mostly try to stay out of trouble. Oh, Self-defense excellent. begins with awareness. So one of the things that they trained me when I first started at the firm is that if I ever, when I'm driving to a neighborhood, if I ever feel uncomfortable, just keep going. Like, don't yeah, even stop. Don't even bother. There was only one time that I, only a couple times, and the first time I did it, my um, boss was sort of teasing me. He was like, okay, all right, if you didn't want to go to this neighborhood in, in Compton, uh, mm-hmm. then we'll send one of, we have um, subcontractors yep. who are former police and who are armed. Okay. And so he said, we'll send one of the guys. Like, yeah. Okay. So we sent our guy, uh, Mike. And Mike came back and was like, "Yeah, I'm not going there by myself." Well, there you go. So even Mike. And so and so after that, my boss didn't make fun of me. He was like, "Okay." So Mike went with a second guy.
0: Right. Would have been nicer. I mean, the thing is, is if you would have went with Mike, it
1: would have softened Mike's image. Maybe. It would have toughened up your image.
0: That's true. So if maybe they buddy you guys up in sort of a good cop bad cop way, maybe that would have been the way to go. Uh, my first job when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was a secret shopper. Oh yeah. The worst job ever. It paid $2.50 a store. Oh, cool. It was really, it's, it's a scam. It's a scam to employ, uh, undereducated people, mm, <laughs> uh, mm, but mm. they provided you a car. And hey. I was given a route to go to like Food for Less and Ralph's mm. and Vaughn's. These are all grocery stores. And, um, if you don't live in the LA area and the, the, uh, but the, The first, I got the map and I gave it to my roommate who got me the job and she looked at it and she said, not this map, not that you've you've been in Los Angeles for 10 minutes. You're not going down. It was, it it was down to Compton and it was over in, and she said, you're going to get down there at night Oh, and you're going to be weird white lady at night. And so I was like, okay. And she said, you're going to go in the Valley. I'm going to have her (laughs) put you in the Valley and in the mountains. That's a good idea. (laughs) And, um, you know, next month you can go and you can route it correctly. And then, you know, because I don't have a prop. I mean, I, there are supposed, my father is completely out of his mind about Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He's worried that he's going to get carjacked. Oh, well, he's 79. He drives a 1999 town car. Nobody wants that car, Dad. And um, though they might want to ride. And my dad's like, so I always leave, a, a big space in between me and the next car in front of me so mm-hmm. that if somebody stops to carjack me, I can whip around the car. And I was like, you're 79 then. You're driving slower and you've always been a kind of a shitty driver. I'm so sorry. Oh. But, uh, yeah. So it's I was the like, right mindset though. Is He's there like... a lot of, it's a little too defensive. I was like, are there a lot of carjackings in Milwaukee? So, We're the number one carjacking. Like he said it proudly. And I was like, I'm going to need a source on that. Cause I don't believe you. And uh, I don't believe Milwaukee is the number one carjacking city <laughs> in the country.
1: But maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I, it's probably good for him with what you said that he leaves that much space. If,
0: <laughs> well, if, what, do whatever you need to do, yep. I guess. As, uh, what about She-Hulk? <laughs> this is my current question. Did you ever read the... where uh, have been Mark Wade. <clears throat> I forget who wrote it. It was one of the greatest runs of She-Hulk. It was about... She's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And she is She-Hulk. And her job at this law firm is to um, defend uh, supervillains. Okay. And uh so she has, you know, there's tension already. There's tension. <laughs> That's true. And then um then later, spoiler alert, she gets disbarred and uh she becomes a private investigator. Okay. And uh so it's kind of a great run of She-Hulk. You should definitely look yeah. into it because she uh yeah, She-Hulk the lawyer and I think it's from like 2005 or 6. So okay, it's already in graphic decent. novel. Cool.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much. Of course.
0: <laughs> you got anything else you want to We're we're almost there. We're we're doing good. You got a lot of, uh, you got any other PI tips, uh, movies, uh, books, A couple radio of radio shows.
1: Book series that I really like that are, <clears throat> uh, they become sort of private investigators. I like a lot of urban fantasy. That's my mm-hmm. personal, uh, favorite. And so I read the Kim Harrison Rachel Morgan books. Okay. And she is a witch. Ah. In a world where there's just all kinds of magical beings. And so she's essentially, she starts as sort of a bounty hunter, but it it (laughs) develops from there. Sure, (laughs) She's like a magical bounty hunter and she has to bring in um, people who have been breaking magical laws. And the first book opens with her quitting that job and going into business for herself. Oh, okay, and so they do her best friend is a vampire. Nice and they live in an old church. Why wouldn't they?
0: <laughs> Has it been consecrated
1: deconsecrated? It goes back and forth <laughs> in the, in, during the source
0: of the course of the series. Fair enough. So Kim Harrison series and uh, how many books are in it?
1: I believe she got close to 20. Oh, my And God. now she she has finished the series. Good. It's always very sad when a series finishes. It is,
0: but if if it goes too long. That's the other thing. <laughs> when people die of old age, <laughs> which just happened in the Vorkosigan series of, <laughs> of uh Lois McMaster bujold and happened in Anne McCaffrey. They made Anne McCaffrey the Dragon Dragon mm-hmm. Riders of the Perm series. Mm-hmm. They kept making her write more and more books. Because they're like, this is a you're it's we're <laughs> printing money here. Yeah. And So you're like, well, it's five years later, well Mm -hmm. that guy's now 82. Uh, it's five years later, that guy's now 87.
1: Okay. Uh, so people, you know, people eventually. That happens in one of these, Vi um, Warshowski is written by Sarah Paretsky. Okay. And she had to retcon the character and make her a little bit younger because it just Yeah, it just kept book. going. It, yeah, yeah <laughs> so they like, do. Some of them, like Sue Grafton, like they're still in the 80s. Okay. And so I it's a period piece now because she doesn't have a cell phone. She really uses a Smith Corona. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> she that has to is go mean. down to the county recorder to look at
0: records. I've always wanted to write one of those like L.A. Noire kind of things. If you ever drive on PCH, mm-hmm. and you probably have, mm-hmm. over in Malibu, there's beautiful. A, it's beautiful, but there's like this weird light that reminds me of like Rockford Files and Dashiell <laughs> Hammett and, 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 and Raymond Chandler, where you're it's, like, oh, have you ever read any Ed Brubaker? He writes graphic novels as well, but he writes it's
1: all crime stuff. I have read some Ed oh. Baker. I'm familiar with him through Thrilling Adventure Hour. Oh, okay. He's written for them, too. They're all mysteries and detectives, pretty much.
0: Oh, interesting. <laughs> so that's right, because you're a podcast uh, listener. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. What are you listening to? Besides, of course, the Dork Forest. Hello. Hi, uh, Rachel. Oh, by the way, I'm talking I love about the Jackie Sarah, and Laura show. Oh, Sarah, Sarah Yearling, by the way. Erling, yeah. Erling, with why, why would you make it why? A, a Erling, Sarah Erling, and it's Sarah with an H underscore the underscore PI. And uh, it's uh, Gailey Associates if you're in Orange County and you need uh, someone to be s- sneaked upon. So, uh, but Sarah, so, oh, you're, oh, the, the state. Up thing that I'm doing with Laura Martin. Yeah. yeah, sure. Just 20 episodes in. You guys can get in on the ground floor if you like. If you like to binge, listen to me swear more and uh, talk about stand up comedy.
1: And I do. Yeah, I'm, yes, clearly. It's a I mean, yeah. I am a not to my own heart too much, but I'm a woman in a male dominated industry. Yeah. And so there are a lot of parallels to other women in male dominated industries. Right, so any all over. Right. So any <laughs> voice. And yeah. would be awesome.
0: <laughs> Just like, oh, I'm not crazy.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And, yeah. At one of my first um, the private investigator conferences that I went to, my um I'd only been working there for a few months and the my boss was there with me and he was introducing me to another investigator that he knew and Stereo pretty stereotypical older retired officer wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And, uh, oh my God, he, he literally elbowed my partner and said, female investigators, huh? They're <laughs> the best investigators, huh? And I was like, holy standing
0: right here. <laughs> oh my God. Out loud. You said that out loud, sir. That's an inside your head voice. <laughs> Crazy Magoo, man. What a banana head. Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, and the thing is, is, Guys, it isn't funny. <laughs> no. I think most, of, I mean, the thing is, is most of the men who listen to The Dork Forest are, or at least you contact me, are just so just genuinely nice dudes who are mm-hmm. just like, that seems a weird thing to say. And you're like, yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> you're, you are correct. And you are correct. And it really weirds people out. And then there are other guys who, have, and I've never talked, I mean, I've only talked to it sort of like stand-up comic guys who are like, it's only weird if she doesn't like you. And I was like, Yeah, but how is, I mean, she's going to actually dislike you if she, if you say that and she doesn't like you. And wait until you're married to say weird sexual things, which, uh, Andy says weird sexual things to me all the time and I'm in favor of them, quite honestly. Because now we know each other quite well. It was in your vows. It was in our vows. We're going to be touching each other in weird places. So let's do this. Sarah, thank you for driving all the way from freaking Orange County. Thank you so much for having me. Uh Sarah Erling, it's uh Sarah with an H underscore the underscore sorry, the P-I, at, uh, Gailey Associates, and uh, we have talked a lot about private investigators and a lot of lady private investigators. So I hope you enjoyed it, Rangers, and you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around. My hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do
1: you think of that?